I spent the last five years learning about copywriting, sales funnels, and lead generation. And I've used that knowledge to set up automated funnels that generate new leads for my business every single day. And now I'm going to use that experience to create a million dollar business helping other business owners and entrepreneurs generate leads using sales funnels. How will I do it from the ground up without any kind of funding or debt? Well, this podcast is going to chronicle the journey so you can follow along. I'm going to share my business experience, advice, and strategies for creating an online empire. My name is Sean Bailey, and this is the Certified Funnel Expert Podcast. Hey there, Sean Bailey, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. So today, I'm going to talk about what it's like when you're in process. Uh, And what I mean by that is that uh, I took on a bunch of extra work uh, for clients. And uh, now I'm learning about scheduling and time frames. (laughs) Because it's kind of all come and do at the same time here, but that's okay. Uh, It's actually not too bad. But I just wanted to talk about, uh, for the one job uh, that I'm doing... I have to write some copy about a about a thing, and this kind of applies to. It doesn't really matter what it is, whether it's uh, say your client's got a book or a course or whatever, and uh, they want some copy written for it because uh, they want to promote it or sell it or do whatever, right? So your job is to become overly excited about that thing, right? Your job is to uh, go through and then. Um, uh, what I call it, I call it mining, right? I think, I, well, I think of it as mining as far as like mining gems, right? Mining nuggets out of uh, uh, out of the actual product itself. So I've done this before for information products and uh, like eBooks and that kind of thing. So it's actually pretty easy for me now at this point. Um, but it just kind of becomes habit and it just becomes natural when you're doing it because um, you just have to kind of learn to recognize what what's being said or what you're seeing or whatever, right? So say you're going through and somebody says, okay, um, you know, I get asked all the time, what's the best way to do blank, right? And uh, it actually involves these three things. So that, you just kind of make some rough notes to yourself. And uh, usually if I'm, uh, I'll make the bullets better later in the next pass. I just want to get the info down, right? So in that case, I would say something like uh, the best way to do whatever or how to do blank the best way or the three keys to doing blank the best way, something like that, right? I'll get those notes down because those are just going to become bullets later on, right? And uh, it doesn't matter how ugly they are. If I can't really think of anything, I'll usually just go with how to, how to, da, 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 right? Excuse me. And then um, I just make like you know, just nonstop notes, notes, notes. Um, and I want to basically have too much notes. I'm okay with, you know, reducing things or cutting away stuff where it's like, okay, that isn't really that great of a gem or whatever. Right. So if you just make a ton of notes and this is a bit time consuming, but it's part of the research process, right? Like it's easy enough to just kind of rehash stuff or put out, you know, average copy without doing, you know, research or as much research. Uh, but this is what absolutely slays and gives you those, you know, what takes it beyond bullet points, right? Because normal people write bullet points or normal copywriters. Um, but when you use this method and go in and create your notes and whatnot and then go back and make a couple passes and turn those bullets into fascinations, right? Now, the difference is that a bullet is, is awesome and people like reading bullets, but a fascination 
people will read a sales letter, get to one of these fascination bullet points and want to buy the product just because of one fascination or they will read the rest of the sales letter um, because of that fascination, right? So that's the cool thing about writing bullets and going and turning them into, you know, kind of like taking through through uh, like phase one, just kind of the raw version. Phase two, turn it into a decent bullet point. And then phase three, you know, turn it into uh, uh, a fascination. So, so that's just kind of how I do my research and uh, create my sales copy to start off with. And uh, it's been going really good for this latest project that I've been uh, kind of tasked with. So, uh, sorry, sometimes I see some things in traffic and it's like, wow, that's why I don't ride a motorcycle because somebody here will mow you down. So, um, that's what uh, I've been doing over the last couple days here uh, because of this latest project. It's insane because it's um, like a virtual summit and it is uh, like nine and a half hours long. So, you know, even though I can go and watch the video at like double speed or 1.5 speed, I still have to stop periodically because somebody will say something and I'm like, oh, that's good. And then I'll stop it for a sec, go over and I'll have my notes on another screen beside me and then start typing up whatever that whatever that pre-fascination is. So that's what I've been dealing with for the last couple days here and getting that done. Uh, but it's going good. I'm going to hopefully have it wrapped up here today as far as my rough draft. And uh, then I'll really feel good about it. I'll be in business there. Um, but yeah, that's, that is the main uh, research technique that I use. And the nice thing is, is that as I'm doing this, periodically one of these things will just kind of jump out and become like... Your, your headline on a sales letter is really just your best bullet, right? Your best bullet point. <clears throat> so as I'm writing this, periodically a bullet point will just kind of like pop out and I'll highlight it or bold it or whatever. And I can see that that one's going to probably become a suggested, like a subject line. I'll suggest it probably uh, at least one for sure, um, but maybe two subject lines per email uh, for my client because this is the first time I've done this for this guy and I really want to kind of over deliver. I, you know, I want him to be like, you know what? This guy is expensive, but he's worth every damn penny. So, uh, so I'm trying my best to over deliver for him and give him, uh, some, some good sales copy for this thing. So, um, so yeah, the, your best bullet is going to, can wind up being your headline or your subject line or whatever. And um, that's why I usually when I'm writing a sales letter, I might have kind of like a really basic headline started out first. And then uh, I'll do my research, get my bullets, write up the rest of the sales letter. And then I'll come back to the headline. And I'll kind of usually do that at the end because then I'll, I'll usually have an, either an idea for a headline or maybe a couple ideas for headlines and have like, you know, then I can... The worst thing then is that you've got two headlines that you need to split test to find the winner, and uh, that's a good problem. So, so yeah, it's just been a lot of research, uh, just cranking away through this this massive summit on uh, real estate. So I don't know, I might go into the real estate business after this because uh, because.
because the uh, amount of info in here is just so amazing. I'm never going to deal with a realtor the same again uh, when it's deal-making time. Uh, actually, I won't have to worry about that. We have a friend, a family friend who's a realtor. Uh, he just bought us our last house here. And uh, uh, if we do, if and when we go and buy a bigger house because we love the insanity of moving, then I would go with him. But, but now, yeah, the next time I see him or talk to him, I'll have some, some nifty insider terms and, uh, I don't know, maybe tactics to discuss with them, uh, in regards to it, so, uh, it's been really neat, really neat stuff so far, as far as seeing, um, yeah, what their industry's about, like, deeper into the industry, as well as, uh, how things have been affected, right, like, with COVID and whatnot, and you can see some of them, they're just like, yeah, no bigs, man, we, you know, we thrive in this kind of environment, all you do is just kind of, you know, you might have to change a little bit as far as your overall strategy, but, you know, like, business still needs to be done. People are still buying and selling homes. And, um, yeah, it's been really, really interesting. Especially a lot of the realtors on this summit who've, you know, either started before or during the recession from 2007, 2008, that type of thing. Uh, they're just like, yeah, COVID, no big deal. Not a factor. We'll get through this. Uh, we've been through worse. So... So yeah, it's been really kind of interesting in a way. I've, uh, I've really, really dug it. So today, the nice thing is I was like getting a little bit panicky about like, okay, I need time to do this. I need time to do this. This delivery, I said I would do it for them about by this date. So then you just got to break out the old calendar, <clears throat> break it into pieces and be like, okay, on this day, I'm doing this. On this day, I'm doing this. On this day, I'm doing this. And just worry about that. And then once you've kind of got it mapped out, it feels a lot better. Once you start taking action, on what you're doing and it feels even better than that so yeah make a plan and start executing and it will take away any kind of uh, you know anxiety that you've got in regards to uh, when you take on you know multiple jobs and you've got to you know hit your deadlines and because that's the one thing you never want right is that you're you gotta you know get a hold of your client and say oh I need more time I'm not done yet or I'm not gonna be able to make our deadline so, yeah, you don't want to do that type of thing but at the same time, you don't want to hand off and like rush through or put in poor quality work. So that's not really in my bag anyways, as far as, uh, yeah, poor quality, but, but, um, sorry, I just, <laughs> traffic, man. It's just, it's enough to break your train of thought. Sometimes people do such weird stuff. Anyways, um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with, uh, with my project and my, with my, I'm calling it my big one just because the uh, content to be absorbed and to write copy about is uh, just like so massive. I've gone through, you know, ebooks that were only, you know, like 20 pages before. And this is like many, many, many hours of stuff and uh, it's turning into many, many, many pages of, of research. But uh, the cool thing is, is that I'll probably drop the, um, once I give him like the finished version, I may give him access to the raw notes if he ever wants them or um, wants to check out as far as my process or whatnot. I don't know. I haven't really decided. And then the next thing that I've got after that is um, that'll be about the middle of this week is uh, cranking out another webinar funnel for uh, for a client. So, so it's been really, yeah, it's been very active. I've been very busy, but that's okay because... Uh, uh, it's been doing good work uh, for clients who all paid up front. And that's the best part. 
Uh, I'll take a minute and talk about that as well because one time, only once, have I ever done work and then had to chase a client. And uh, I tell you what, that's not much fun. That is not much fun at all to go and have, you know, did your side of things and now you're trying to get a hold of your client who all of a sudden seems real busy or doesn't seem to want to answer texts or calls or whatnot as much as they did before to chase down your money. Now, of course, I did get it and I, I, I did get paid for it, but yeah, chasing, it's, it's just not fun. So now it's um, my default policy is uh, you can pay the whole thing up front, right? And I would do the work and you will get your stuff. Um, at most, at the most, if someone begs and pleads and is like, yeah, I don't want to pay it all up front. It's my first time dealing with you, blah, blah, blah. Um, then in that instance, you could total, I would, I would say, okay, I'll make a special deal for you. Uh, this is normally not something that I do, but uh, you can pay uh, half up front and then half on delivery, right? Um, because even that method, I've used that before, and I had a client pay me the first half, I did the job for him, and the dude ghosted me. Did not pay the second half. So, it really sucks. So that's that was the moment when I moved to my new default of you pay the entire thing up front, and uh, I will do your stuff. And I'm just morally and ethically like, I'm not gonna keep your money. Like, I, if I didn't do your job, I'm just all of a sudden I got a hold of you and like, yeah, no, I didn't do it or I'm not going to do it or whatever for if, you know, for some silly reason, uh, then of course I would give all their money back, you know, in the same phone call. I'd be like, Hey, I just hit refund before I called you. I'm not doing your job. All your money's been returned, blah, blah, blah. Right. But why would I do that? Right. They hired me to do a job that I know how to do that I want to do. And I like writing copies. So of course I'm going to do it, but you also got to get paid. And like I say, it's, it does not feel good to chase. Um, usually when you leave a message with a tone on it is when you get paid, like, hey, um, you know, this is like the third time I've had to call, um, this is starting to look unprofessional, you know, that type of thing. You don't, you don't want to have to say that kind of stuff. You don't want to make the person feel bad, uh, because you're feeling bad, right? You just want to get, you know, paid for your service. And, uh, like I say, go with, go with all of it up front or at most, you know, half up front, half on delivery, because um, you want to get paid, right? It just, it sucks to chase, so. But, uh, yeah, the nice thing is, is all these people paid up front, so now it's just a matter of cranking out their jobs and getting it done. Uh, if they've got any suggestions or questions, problems, revisions that they need done, no problem, we can deal with that. And, uh, oh, and... Uh, as far as a pleasant surprise, waking up in the morning and seeing one of those orange bars. What's the orange bar? The orange bar is when you've received payment inside of ClickFunnels through their affiliate program. Um, your little payment um, dashboard there will show you an orange bar with a dollar amount. So let's say today you got paid, uh, somebody signed up for ClickFunnels, <clears throat> like a basic plan. And you got paid $38.80 because you make 40 cents or 40% of their, of their sign up uh, or their monthly subscription fee. So you make $38.80. So you'd see an orange bar on there. And then the next day, you do like me and you sell a copy of Funnel Scripts. 
uh, as an affiliate, right? So then you get a bigger orange bar. Your other orange bar is going to shrink down, and your um, your funnel scripts bar is three hundred and eighteen dollars. So it's going to be a bigger orange bar than the one before it with the thirty eight dollars. So, uh, so yes. Uh, yesterday morning, woke up and saw a lovely orange bar for three hundred eighteen dollars. <clears throat> and it's so easy to track the activity. I just go over, I can see because I have notifications set up for when somebody opts in. And the process is really simple. I tell them, uh, if you go and buy funnel scripts through my special link, you get all this extra stuff, right? But it's only for the people who buy funnel scripts and who buy funnel scripts through this link. And I show them all the stuff. I give them a big, the offer is completely laid out. They see all the goodies that they're going to get. And then, um, and then they just, on the next page, they're taken and there's, uh, I have a link and it's on a button. Uh, there's multiple ways for them to click and go over. It takes them over to Funnel Scripts with my affiliate link. And then all they have to do, the instructions are on that page. After they purchase, they either need to like, just forward a copy of their receipt to me or um, they can even send me a screenshot of it. Uh, but I'll be able to match it up. I'll see it in my dashboard if they've gone and done their thing. And then I can go, and uh, it's a simple template. All I do is I go in, because ClickFunnels has like a membership feature built in. You can go in, you take the email address that they use to purchase with uh, through your affiliate link, and then I just create them an account inside. I create them an account with a really simple password, and uh, it's all in a template, in a Word document. So once I've set up that account, um, all I do is just go over to the Word document, copy it, paste it into an email, I change out the username to their email address, and boom, I hit send. And that's it. I test it out to make sure that they can get in because I don't want any kind of emails like, oh, I'm having troubles. Um, I go and test it out, make sure that uh, that email address can log in, that they've got access to their stuff, and boom, I'm done. It takes me, literally, it takes me less than five minutes once I've confirmed that they bought through the affiliate link, and, um, and then they, they get the stuff. They get the extra bonuses that they wanted, the extra value, because that's why they bought through my affiliate link is because of this extra value that I promised. Uh, they get the extra stuff, and then um, and I get my $318 uh, commission. So the great thing is that brings me up to 5700 bucks, almost at 6000 It's so great. I'm going to have to start making more videos and content in regards to uh, certain terms so I can get some more action on that one because... It's so great. I don't think anyone has ever refunded on that because when you buy funnel scripts, it's lifetime access. So it's like a one-time cost of 800 bucks, and then you get this awesome copywriting tool for life. So it's, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm trying not to drink my own Kool-Aid, but I'm pretty happy with, uh, with that affiliate, um, with that affiliate setup there. So so it is awesome, and yes, I've, uh, um, so yes, it is awesome, uh, another affiliate sale through that, and I can't wait to, yeah, make some more content and get some more people going and buying, uh, through that, uh, through that affiliate link there, so super awesome, that is my ninja technique for, uh, delivering content inside a membership site, uh, in like less than five minutes, and, uh, yeah, go take it, run with it. Use that information as you will, and I will see you in the next episode. Out! Do you know what the lifeblood of every business is? Of course, it's traffic. Russell Brunson has done it again. First, dot-com secrets, then expert secrets, now, finally, traffic secrets. The trilogy is complete. When I first started, I struggled to get traffic until, finally, one day, the light bulb went off, and I thought, you can just buy traffic. And I did. And it was awesome, because... 
traffic that I bought turned directly into revenue. And it was because of that that I learned about different ways to get traffic, whether it was buying traffic and how to get it to my business. And the great thing is, is that's just one type of traffic. See, platforms may come and go, but once you understand the timeless concepts of traffic to your business, you will have business on demand. And the great thing is that was just one method. There's over 20 virtually unknown traffic secrets in this free book. So when I say free, the book is free, you just pay for the shipping. Now, before I tell you to go over to seanbailey.com forward slash traffic secrets book, I want you to promise me that when you get access, when you go and sign up for this free book, that you're going to go and you're going to create a login for the members area that you get access to when you get the free book and you're going to go and watch one of the bonus videos. See, what they've done is they've included all these cool bonuses with the book. And some of them are videos from their Funnel Hacking Live event. This is a massive event where they have some speakers come in. And one of the speakers on there put on a presentation. The video is called The Ultimate Traffic Hack. And I promise you, it will blow your mind. If you want to see how to get an endless supply of traffic and completely dominate your competition, please watch that video inside the members area that you get access to with the Traffic Secrets book. So now this is the part where I tell you to go over to seanbailey.com forward slash traffic secrets book and go get your free plus shipping copy. I'll see you inside.